Hi guys, welcome to the All Things May podcast. My name is Melina Stevens, better known as May, and here on this podcast we talk about a variety of different topics. The episodes on this podcast are raw, real, and as unedited as possible because I want to enhance the insightfulness and connection that each episode produces. A new episode will be released each Friday, and if you have a suggestion for an episode, please let me know. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of All Things May. Today, it's just me, just little old May, and I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite things to do, self-care. So I'm going to be talking about 10 self-care practices that I do in my life right now that just help me feel good, keep my mental health in check, keep my emotions in check, keep my physical body in check, just overall things that I do to make me feel happy and feed my soul. So if you want to find out what I do for self-care, keep on listening. Okay, so I have a list of 10 things that I do for self-care that I want to share with you guys because I think self-care, actually I don't think, I know that self-care is so, so, so very important for every human being to do, especially if you have a crazy busy life uh, like I do. If you're a student, if you're working, if you're a mom, if you're a dad, uh, no matter what it may be, Even if you're not that busy, self-care is still so important because you need to look after yourself. You cannot pour from an empty cup. Um, I've had lots of experience with that. I tend to bite off more than I can chew. I tend to overwhelm myself. And then that just creates a massive problem. And we don't want to have massive problems in our life. And if a simple thing like having a bath every week can help you in your well-being, then yeah, I'm going to do that. So speaking of baths, my number one self-care practice that I love, love, love to do is take a long, hot bubble bath. I am like a bubble bath guru. I love baths. Um, I've been told that it's because I'm a water sign, so I'm a cancer. Maybe that is. I actually do love swimming and, and water and everything like that. But I love me a nice hot bubble bath on like a Sunday night. Either you're listening to a podcast or some relaxing music or maybe you're chatting on the phone with one of your friends or family members. Uh, Make sure you don't drop your phone into the tub though. That would be bad. Or maybe you're watching one of your favorite Netflix series. Um, I'm not really watching too much Netflix right now. Um, I'm kind of a YouTube gal, so whatever it may be, or maybe you're, you're reading a book, right? Lots of people like to read books in, in a bubble bath, but put in some essential oils and get the bubbles going. You can also add in different kind of like herbs and plants. I'm not really an expert in that area though, so maybe I'm not the bubble bath guru that I think I am. But you can add in like rose petals and ginger is really good as well. And also lighting candles and just having that really good like spa essence 
going on in your bathroom is very beneficial for your well-being and your and your mental health and it just helps you decompress after a long week you can reflect on what was good what was bad what you want to improve on and I just love a hot bath especially in Alberta in the winter time when it's like minus 30 all the time it's just it's awesome okay number two I try to do this four times a week at minimum, and that is exercise. Exercise is such a huge self-care practice for myself. Um, I feel like all of us can relate when I say that most of us exercise for the physical benefits of it. So you um, are getting stronger, you're gaining muscle, you're losing flat, flat, (laughs) you're losing, losing fat, and uh, maybe you feel like you're doing it because you want to lose weight or I do it because it really, really helps my mental health. It gives me energy. I work out in the morning and it gives me energy throughout the day. It makes me feel stronger in myself, not only my physical body, but my just overall well-being. And it also makes me feel powerful. When I'm doing those, I do like, um, I usually do like hit circuits in the morning and y'all, you don't have to have a gym membership or like a membership to a spin studio or yoga studio, even though those are great places to get your body moving. If you're a student like me and you're on a budget, there is tons of exercises on YouTube and the internet that you can follow. Like it's like taking a free class and that's what I do. I either right at my own hit circuit that I want to do in the morning or I follow one on YouTube and they're like 15 minutes. I'm not busting my ass in the living room for half an hour. I'm just doing a quick 15 minute workout to get some sweat going and then I do stretching after which is super important as well. If you're not stretching after you're working out, you need to be doing that. But that's another that's another can of worms. Um, but I highly recommend exercising. It has so many benefits. And like I was saying, I do it right now. Yes, it benefits my physical body and my physical appearance, but I'm fairly comfortable in my own body. So I just like doing it for my mental health. It helps me be, stay happy and productive and think good thoughts, which is never a bad thing. So number three is kind of tricky for me, but I try to do it as much as I can, and that's going outside and being in nature. There's something about being outside or walking through a forest or alongside a stream or for us Edmontonians going down to the river valley. There's something about being outside and just detaching yourself from the rest of the world and being immersed in that nature that's very cathartic and very healing. Um, the reason why I said I don't unfortunately do it that often is because I fucking hate being cold and in Alberta it is very cold here as many of you know. So I don't go outside every day like I don't go on a walk every day per se other than walking from my car to school or from my car to work or wherever I'm going but it's definitely been one of part of my 2019 vision to 
get out into nature more because like I was saying it's just a great place to just be and just listen to everything that's going on around you and it's not cars and it's not people talking unless you're passing people on the trail it's just you being in nature and I think that there's something very special about that okay moving right along Number four is one of my favorite things to do, being surrounded by good friends. So if you don't have a good group of friends right now, I highly suggest that you seek that out because that is a game changer. That is life changing. I am lucky enough to have friends, a good, good, good group of girlfriends, shout out to the ride or dies in BC where I'm from. We grew up together, we love each other, and we just have the best times when we're together. And I also have lots of friends that I have met here in Alberta that I keep very close to me. I've learned over the years that friendships are more about quality over quantity. And they're also about you don't have to necessarily know someone for five years to be really close with them. I've met people at school that I'm close with now that I have, let me rephrase that. I have met people in school that I have become very close with over the past two or so years. And I am way closer with those school friends than I am with some people that I've known for 15 years. So it doesn't matter if you've known someone for a long, long time. It just matters about the connection that you're making with that person and how you're getting along with that person and the same interests and beliefs and values that you have. There is nothing better than being with your good friends and just laughing until your stomach hurts and just reminiscing and gossiping and sharing a bottle of wine and just all of that good soul nurturing shit that you get from your friends is amazing so if you're feeling a little bit down I would highly suggest that you even call a friend or meet up with a friend or have some of your friends come over to your house because I think there's like this Irish proverb and I might butcher this but it's like the best medicine for anything is a good laugh and a good night's sleep and I'm all about that I'm like yes fucking preach and I'm Irish so of course I agree with it okay so uh moving right along we're halfway there number five is baking baking there's just something about baking on a Sunday to like some soulful music while it's snowing outside and you're like dressed in like sweats and a sweatshirt and you have like nothing really to do on your Sunday and you're just baking like a batch of chocolate chip cookies or just like something really comforting. I don't know if anyone else agrees with me about this one. Some people may be like, fuck, I hate baking. And like, I understand that too. But, and I don't know if it's because I just love eating the baked goods after, but I just love like cooking and baking. This is making me sound like very 1950s stereotypical woman, but I don't know. I just really, really like it. And if you guys like baking too, let me know. And maybe we can like swap some recipes, but yeah. That's definitely going to be number five on my self-care list. So number six is 
something that it took me a while to do and it is doing things that feed your soul and make you happy on your own. I feel like we live in a culture in a society where we have to always be doing something with someone else like the classic if you're out at dinner and like one person one girl in particular has to go to the bathroom or something and then there's like five other girls at the table like oh I'll come with you and I mean like there's no shame in that but like learn to do things on your own and learn to enjoy it learn to be alone without feeling lonely and that was not something that I did in my like late teens and early 20s I've only began really enjoying it over the past two or three years but if I want to see a movie and no one else wants to see that movie but I really really want to see it because I love movies I will fucking go by myself to the movie theater and grab myself a big old bag of popcorn put extra butter on it and dill pickle seasoning and enjoy the movie thoroughly by myself if I want to go walk to the coffee shop that's down my down my street I will put on my snow gear and walk to that coffee shop by myself and enjoy it if I am being invited out to lots of events and just social things over the weekend but I'm like no I just want to stay in on the weekend and do things by myself I will 100% do that and I will not feel guilty about it you do not feel you do not have to feel guilty about saying no to things that you don't want to do Okay, I feel like I've heard from a lot of people that they feel guilty for practicing self-care. They feel like they should be doing something else and that essentially what it comes down to is that the other person is more important than you. No, 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 no. That's not true. This is kind of a side rant. Whatever. But getting back to things, doing things on your own is so, so important Because it benefits other areas of your life. The reason for self-care is because it benefits other things in your life. So I strongly encourage you to start doing things on your own and enjoying it and being okay with it. Okay, number seven. This is really gonna tie in with my baking one. I love to clean, okay? I know there. if there's any guys listening to this right now, I'm like, oh man, she loves to work out. She loves to clean. She loves to bake. Like, yeah, slide into my DMs. I would love to meet you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kind of. But anyways, cleaning. I actually really love cleaning. And I feel that your environment, the environment that you're in, whether it's your bedroom or your car or your house or your apartment or wherever it may be, your environment reflects how you feel inside. So if your environment is messy and dirty and disorganized, I feel like that's a strong indicator of how you're feeling on the inside. Me personally, when I sit down to like do some work or do some homework or get some emails done or whatever it may be and my area is like messy and not clean and not organized I'm like feel frazzled and I can't focus on my work so either you pick things to do every day to help maintain a clean organized uh, environment like maybe on Mondays you 
clean the bathroom and on Tuesdays you vacuum and on Wednesdays you I don't know clean the windows so that on Sunday like I do to myself sometimes it's just like a big massive cleaning day so that you don't feel so overwhelmed on Sundays if you want to separate it throughout the week then that's fine however however you want to do it and I'm not saying like I'm kind of like a little bit like very particular about like uh cleanliness organization anyone who's who has lived with me knows this and is probably annoyed by me shout out to my roommate Taylor I love you and I'm sorry but I just I strongly believe that the environment that you're in reflects how you feel inside and if you can if you can clean up your environment and keep it organized and that benefits you a little bit inside then fuck yeah do it okay Moving on to number eight. Yeah, eight. Sorry. Okay, so number eight uh, self-care practice is intentional and conscious eating. So this has been a very big thing for me in the past year or two. Um, Making sure I'm nourishing my body with foods that are going to benefit my overall well-being. I think that's so important and I think that we have so much accessibility to food that isn't necessarily that healthy at our fingertips. You can order groceries online, you can order skip the dishes, you can get Uber Eats, you can go through a drive-through. Um everything in the grocery store is pretty much instant. You can get like instant mashed potatoes and like bacon that's already cooked. And everything like that. Yes, that saves you time, but it doesn't it doesn't benefit your body now, and it's definitely not gonna benefit your body in the future. So I encourage you to think about the products that you're consuming. And the products that say healthy aren't necessarily healthy. You need to be able to read the back of a nutrition's fact. Sorry, you need to be able to read the back of a product that has the nutrition facts on it because majority of the food industry is ran by marketing gurus and psychologists to wrap you up and entice you with the product that you're about to buy. I have people say to me, yeah, but like living a healthy lifestyle isn't like financially realistic because it's so expensive. Mm, not necessarily. Um, I budget a lot with my money and yeah, one of my favorite things to spend money on is food because I fucking love food. Who doesn't? But if you're buying vegetables that you can use to make dinners and lunches with the entire week instead of just one like grab and go meal that's like five or six bucks, then it's cheaper to eat healthier. And you also need to be doing things now that are going to benefit your future self. So making like little swaps with food is your best bet to longevity and a really good life and a really a really healthy aspect as well. So just think about the food that you're putting into your body. Think about the food that you're ordering when you go out to restaurants. Think about where you're purchasing it from. Are you purchasing local, like a farmer's market, or are you just going to Walmart and and supporting that kind of industry? I would just encourage you to put lots of thought into that. Okay, moving on to number nine. 
Uh, number nine self-care practice is exploring and adventuring. This kind of ties in with doing things on your own, but exploring and adventuring, you don't necessarily have to do on your own. So what I mean by that, that could be traveling. That could be either you're traveling across the world or you're traveling um, maybe to, if you live in Edmonton, to Banff. That's traveling too, right? Um, maybe you're exploring your own city. There, There is a ton of things to do in Edmonton and... Like, I didn't really find out about lots of these events until I started talking to people and and following following Instagram, following Instagram, following accounts on Instagram and just really exploring my own backyard, so to speak. And I think there's something about exploring and adventuring. There's that aspect of, like, discovery and and seeking out new things and finding out things about yourself maybe in that moment of that nuance that you didn't even knew you liked for instance I was like I love listening to podcasts I got shit to say I have friends who have shit to say so why don't I just start a podcast that's exploring that's adventuring right I've never done this before but I did my research and I'm putting in the effort and the time into it and you know what I actually really like doing it because I actually really like talking. If most of you know, you fucking know that I like to talk, whether you like it or not. But um, there's tons of things that you can do in your city or just in your neighborhood probably that would help you discover new things about where you are and about yourself. So I highly, highly encourage you to do some exploring and to do some adventuring. It's super duper fun. Um, does anyone else agree that every Canadian says super all the time? They like super and a is what every Canadian says. Also, oh, also in the grocery store. This is such a side rant, but this is what this podcast is about. All things that I want to talk about. But um, I find that in the grocery store, I even say this, I'm just like, I'm just going to sneak past you or like, I'm just going to sneak behind you. Like I say that all the time and there's so many other people in the grocery store who say that too. So I'm just going to sneak behind you. A and super are like the key Canadian slogans. If you agree with me, let me know. Okay. We have finally made it to number 10 and Oh, by the way, I just want to mention, these aren't in any particular order. Um, They're just things that come to mind that I like to do. No one is more important than the other. Um, So yeah, so this isn't going to be like some crazy, number 10 isn't some like crazy finale. It's reading. And I think that most of you listening probably haven't finished a book in a while. Am I right? Yeah, I probably am, especially if you're in school. When's the last time you read something that was just for you? It wasn't an article. It wasn't a textbook. It wasn't rereading your essay. When's the last time that you went and bought a book from chapters or or um, borrowed a book from the library and like read it front to back and re- and enjoyed it and it didn't take you a year and a half to finish it? Probably not a lot of you. But I love reading. I always have. I'm an English major. I love reading and writing. And there's just something very relaxing about it. 
I try to read every 30 minutes before I go to bed and um, I am bad for reading like four books at one time. It just depends on like what kind of mood I'm in at the end of the at the end of the day when I'm about to read I'm like, "Oh, am I into like some self-development stuff right now? Am I into a story? Am I into some poetry? Like what kind of mood am I in?" So that's why I read like four books at once, but I really need to stop doing that because then it takes me like a year and a half to get through all of them when it could have just taken me two months to get through one. You know what I'm saying? Multitasking is not always the right way to do it. But reading is so, so important. It actually uh, strengthens your vocabulary and it helps you think abstractly as well. And this is like scientifically proven, okay? I'm not just like fucking saying random stuff, even though sometimes I will. But I encourage you to start reading. It's nice to read in the morning too, like right before you wake up, right before your brain like turns on, reading with a cup of coffee or something like that is a great way to start off your day. And it's just like a break from like the outside world, if that makes sense. You're kind of just like, hey, I'm going to get really into this book right now. I'm going to turn everything else off and just enjoy this moment that I have to myself. So those are the 10 things um, that I do for self-care. There's many more things that I do because self-care is literally one of my favorite things to do. So if y'all want another episode on self-care, I will definitely do that. Let me know. But I think it's so, so important because like I said before, you cannot pour from an empty cup no matter how much you try to. If you don't incorporate self-care practices into your daily and weekly life, you are going to burn out, you are going to overwhelm yourself, and you are just going to become like a 9 to 5 robot. There's a difference between being alive and just living, okay? People who are alive really exude that and you can tell but people who are just living look like robotic zombies and don't really I feel like most of the people who are like that don't really have a sense of purpose and that can be a dangerous slippery slope and all of that can be helped with incorporating some self-care practices into your life so if you resided with none of these self-care practices that's totally fine but figure out what works for you for instance some people really like um those like coloring books. I fucking hate those. I don't want to do that. I find that very agitating and I don't want to do it. I also don't really like, I I feel like lots of people, um, I do this too, the diffusers and essential oils and everything right now that's very trendy. Uh, lots of people say that like lavender is a very relaxing and soothing essential oil. I honestly hate the smell of lavender and it gives me a headache. I prefer peppermint instead, but it's just like those generic things that people are like, oh, if you want to relax or do some self-care, here are some things. Also, if you don't like, if you don't like having like a massage you don't like people touching you. I love it. I love massages. If you don't like that, don't feel like you have to do that because that's what society says is like a self-care practice. Figure out what's best for you and what works for you and just go with it. That's what I would encourage you to do. Thank you for listening to another episode of All Things May. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to screenshot it and send it to your friends. And also don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Melena S. See you next time.